93.9 FM, The Alternative, KWSS. Good morning, everybody. It is the final hour of this Wednesday edition of the Danny Cutler Show. And as promised, my crazy guest has arrived. I've got Psycho Steve in the house. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for driving out here today. No problem. (laughs) It's only, you know, a few miles down the road, right? Of Arizona. (laughs) How you been, Steve? I've been good. Yeah, I was just, we were saying off air, I was like, I think the last time you were in the studio was last year around this time. I believe it was. For the same event. Yeah. (laughs) Which is great because it also means that you've now done this two years in a row. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) So we're here to talk about the Independence Bowl, the Phoenix Independence Bowl, the seventh basically annual Independence Bowl at Let It Roll Bowl, which is happening on Sunday, July the 7th. Let it roll, Bowl. That's a cool place. I love that place. It's great. It's like it, it is. It's like the last independent bowling. Place I think in... it's the last in Arizona, but yeah. it's definitely the last in Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. There might be something about... obscure in like yeah, I'm not Prescott positive. or something. Yeah, you know? it's the last in Phoenix proper, but I'm not right. I'm not sure of other ones, but yeah, yeah. Well, it's cool. Yeah. We're gonna talk a yeah. lot about this this bowling tournament and fundraiser for Local First Arizona, which I love Local First Arizona. My business is part of Local First, so I, I love them. They're amazing. They're an amazing organization. So They are. Yeah, so we're going to talk about that. But first, for you newbies out there who might not know who Psycho Steve is, let's get a little background on Psycho Steve Presents. Also, he is the uh, owner and curator of the Rebel Lounge in Phoenix which is a great yes. venue. How long has Let Rebel Lounge been Rebel we Lounge just, now? We just hit four years. Four? I feel like it's been there forever. But well, <laughs> in a well, way... Well, the Mason Jar, I mean, uh, the Mason Jar this year is 40 years since the Mason Jar opened. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so... Wow. I'm not uh, even going to tell you how old I was when the Mason Jar opened. <laughs> All right, it was seven. I'm not ashamed. It was seven. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, before I was born. So, Thanks, Steve. Just rub yeah. that in. <laughs> so how did you get started in promotions? Uh, and- just helping friends bands in high school. I mean, like the first shows I was ever involved in were shows I put on myself. Yeah. So was helping bands in Mason doing shows at places like Modified and the Nile and Boston's and eventually into the Mason Jar and, you know, all the small spots and just doing small punk rock shows and it's First, it was a little bit of a hobby and doing a show here, doing a show there, you know, never really thought of it like, oh, I'm going to turn this into something. And then it just one show turned into two, turned into three. <laughs> and suddenly it was like, oh, I'm doing 10 shows a month. And now, you know, last year we did just shy of 600 shows Wow! Uh, between Rebel and everything else we do. That's so amazing. Yeah. Uh, you're not just yeah, exclusive to Rebel Lounge. I mean, you help out yeah. with venues and booking shows all over the valley. Yeah. All over Van Buren, Crescent Ballroom, yeah. Marquee, Club Red, The Nile. You know, we're do, we're doing stuff down in Tucson at Rialto and Club Congress and Flagstaff at the Green Room. Like, awesome. so we do we do events all over. Awesome. So it's not, it's not uncommon for us to have three or four events in a night. Right. Yeah. yeah. And how long ago were you promoting before you took over Rebel Lounge? Oh, I've been doing shows 19 years now and nice. Rebel was four. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. And what, what, what went into uh, the decision to take over Rebel Lounge and start Rebel Lounge? It just kind of felt at that time like the right step. I was doing couple hundred shows a year and most of them were you know most of them were that that kind of size shows a lot of new acts developing acts a lot of local shows and yeah. just kind of seemed like the next step uh 
what we should do, what it should be doing. That's cool. So, and then the, the build, you know, large one is the building was available. Like we, it, <laughs> that's always just, a plus. Uh, no, it just, it kind of had come up and I was like, Oh, this looks actually interesting. A way to save that space. Nice. So, so the, the moons, a yeah. little bit moons and planets yeah, just, aligned and yeah. just seemed like the next step. Yeah. That's and I, cool. I had like just quit Crescent Ballroom sort of separately and because I'd been doing all the local stuff there and then kind of quit without just doing more shows without any sort of idea. And then that presented itself and it just seemed like the right timing. That's cool. So that's very cool. Yeah. yeah no, it, I mean, love the venue. I mean, I've I've seen shows back in the day. I mean, 40 years, that's a long span of great yeah. shows. It's got a lot of history in that building, that's for sure. Yeah, and the coolest one now is like we're really starting to see those artists that we booked four years ago or three years ago out of Rebel that are, you know, moving on it. We always saw it as, you know, Axe first play in the market or first time they're mm. coming here and, you know, seeing acts like Laney or Mitski or The Frights or Chon, you know, that we're selling out shows in much larger rooms. You know, Laney's sold out the Van Buren yeah. twice now and, you know, a true headliner, um, you know, Mitski being Pitchfork's album, number one album last year. And yeah. it's like these acts, you know, where it's like, oh, yeah, we we had them at Rebel four years yeah, ago. Yeah, they came know, through as they were see, starting. Yeah. You know, so like that's the cool one to start seeing that, start seeing the acts come that have come out of there. Yeah. You know, so. And having lots of discussions of that of like, oh, okay, where do we go next? That's cool. You know? That's cool. Because, I mean, so. that's what it is. I mean, that's the whole dive bar thing. It's kind of the start. You know, you yeah. get these bands that are these indie bands that are starting out and they're on this tour and they're strapped for cash. And they're like, okay, we're just going to play every venue we can find on our way. Yeah, And it's kind of the same because that's exactly what Mason Jar was. That was where yeah. all those, you know, whether it's Metallica or Nirvana or whatever, yep. like they were playing there before people knew who they were, exactly. you know, it was like, that was their first tours. Yep. And we're kind of doing the same thing, except for it's a totally new generation. Well, now it's, you know, 40 years later and, and <laughs> yeah, got, it's, it's a 20 whole... years later or 30 yeah. years later for some of those bands. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, green day played the Mason jar back in the day and we've had Mount Eddie, which is Billy Joe's son in the room, you know, yeah. his, his band's first shows on tour. We're at, we're at rebel lounge now, yeah. you know, so it's yeah. kind of, well, you know, bands, literally, literally a different generation, you know, yeah. the next generation. On and that now one. bands are like paying homage to the space, whether it was Rebel Lounge or Mason Jar. I mean, you had Jimmy Eat World there doing their big that, anniversary that record. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Was their, they played Rebel on their tw- literally 25th, 25 years to the day of their first, first show. album. Yeah. yeah. And it was their first show. Oh, first show. Okay. It was 25 yeah. years to the day of their first show. Yeah. And they chose Rebel. Well, I yeah. Mean, they, it was, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was super honored to get them in there. Yeah, and then coming up too, now that I'm on that thread, Authority Zero is doing a two-nighter. Yeah, they're <laughs> so. doing two nights there, and it's it's also a anniversary. Yeah, uh, anniversary of their, of their album of their. Or uh, no, of it's, them. Of their, it's it's of their, their it's again it's their yeah. of being a band. Yeah, uh, they're going to record it all for a live record. Oh, amazing. Um, you know, so we're doing two nights. It'd be fun. See? So, yeah. Um, so people, yeah. yeah, people love Rebel Lounge. So good work, yeah. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> it's Thanks. a great space. So, yeah. So, and then, of course, you know, with the promotions and then uh, Psycho Steve loves to give back. I mean, he does every year things like the Rock Lottery, which is a benefit for Rosie's House in Phoenix. And then, of course, the Phoenix Independence Bowl that's happening, which is for local first Arizona. But we're going to talk mm. about that coming up. We got to get back to the music. 
right now here on 93.9 FM. KWSS 93.9. 93.9 FM, KWSS, send streaming at kwss.org and with the TuneIn app, a little Blink-182 with She's Out of Her Mind. Danny Cutler here, and speaking of out of mind, I just like the the correlations between crazy and psycho Steve. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay, we'll go with it, Danny. It's fine. (laughs) Psycho Steve still hanging out with me this morning. Uh, Promoter here in the Valley. Awesome dude. Owner of the Rebel Lounge. And I don't know. He's I I think you're amazing, Steve. All the stuff you do for the Valley and everything. Yeah, just take it. Take the compliments. Take the compliments. So this Sunday or this Sunday, the 7th. I don't even know what day it is right now, dude. I'm like, what's happening? I don't either. Sunday, July the 7th. (laughs) <laughs> the Phoenix yes. Independence Bowl. It is the seventh, basically, annual. Because mm. when did it start? Oh, I don't even know now. That's okay. Uh, I've got it. 2008. That sounds right. <laughs> 2008. Yeah. So, yeah, seven doesn't correlate with 2019. Yeah, we, we, we skipped a couple of years. Just uh, uh, did it a few times. Skipped a couple of years and... Hey, you know, the last several the last several years, it's been every year. So, yeah. that's... Uh, I think it's been every year for four or five years now. That's good. Maybe three or four years now. That's so, awesome. Where'd the concept um, come from? Uh, we were just, we were just, uh, me and my friend Brian, who was in the band Kinch, uh, oh, we were yeah. just talking about things to do to like kind of bring bands together and do something that was, you know, outside of just shows or get everyone together and sort of bowling kind of came up as an idea. And then, <laughs> you know, we saw went in the, Saw Let It Roll Bowl and was like, okay, yeah, this is it. And kind of did the first couple and then brought it back. And, you know, because we didn't do it for a year and everyone's like, where is it? Where is it? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Uh, I didn't realize there was this much interest. So if everyone, you know, everyone well, really wanted it back and then we kind of kept doing it. I like it because so, it's so different. It's not, you're like you said, you know, when you're at a show, you can't talk to anybody at a show. It's too loud. There's, or the bands are playing. <laughs> yeah. Or... Yeah. You know, there's all this stuff happening at these shows. Yeah, and it's like trying to, and and for the, the big emphasis of trying to bring all the bands together is it's like it, all these bands are doing things across or, or different genres or playing different types of music or mm-hmm. you know it may not make sense for some of these bands to play a show together, but right. it doesn't mean they shouldn't be mixing or mingling or you know, right. um, you know, we've had punk rock and metal bands and indie rock bands and country bands all in the bowling and it's like yeah. there's value in that community that may not be best represented in a show. Yeah. You know, some of those It's shows, a huge bands, networking event. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, I mean. For I charity. Mean, that's how I think of it, networking. But yeah, that's totally what it is, is trying to bring everyone together and yeah. find a cool neutral space. Uh, well, there's so much you know, cross-pollination of band members, you know, no matter of the oh, genre. Totally. You know, it's like you see all the time online or wherever, chat rooms or whatever, I need a bassist, I need a drummer. Yeah, and, this it's, is happening. and that's the thing is we do so many shows across all sorts of genres where, you know, we're doing a punk rock show one day and a metal show the next day and mm-hmm. some YouTuber act the next day. And it's like we see all these different communities that we work with. And I think there's a lot of value in them working together uh, or seeing each other that it might be hard to see if you're in a band and in your little world. And, you know, we do all these sort of shows at, you know, Rebel or other venues where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, 
they see it as their home for this. And it's like, yeah, well, we are the home for so many different things. Right. And that's kind of what Indie Bowl is kind of trying to be. It's just like, let's get all those different people in one place. Right. uh, And it's not just going and bowling. It's actually a competition. Yeah. It's a little (laughs) bit of a tournament. It's the... It's probably the loosest run bowling <laughs> tournament you'll ever be in. Uh, so don't let any skill level scare you off. Uh, oh, don't you know, worry. It's kinda, I'm bowling, Steve. Tur- it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the The tournament is kind of set very secondary to the the point of bringing people together. Um, you know, it's definitely not for right your serious bowlers. Although some people take it very seriously. Oh my gosh! Um, yes. Uh, yeah, but it's more about bringing people together than anything else. So bowling just seemed to be a fun vehicle for that oh definitely and it is for a great cause local first arizona whom i mean they are if you uh, the biggest supporter of local everything in arizona i mean they are the hub for all of it so yeah always a big supporter of them done countless events with them and for them and yeah really kind of fits the mission and uh you know that was the other one when when we were sort of planning it it was like very we started planning it before we sort of knew it and it was just like very clear. It's like, this shouldn't be something we're trying to make money on. Like, I don't yeah. want like, oh, you're just trying to get us to come here so you can make, you know, I do enough events where that, you know, is a goal. <laughs> That's but, what Rebel uh, Lounge is. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's like, we do lots of other events that, yeah. you know, pay employee, you know, pay yeah. for employees and staff and stuff. So, but like this one's like just giving back. Right. So it just felt like it should be a charity thing. It works, and you're getting yeah. a lot of not just bands but businesses involved. To yeah, come and that's and- trying trying to do too. Get the you know so so many. We, that's the other one where we do so many events and so many venues. We're in all the venues every week, you know, every night. Where our staff is working with all these venues, but a lot of these venues don't necessarily all work together that much. Some of them don't necessarily work that much together that much because they're their own thing. Yeah, they're so busy doing what they're doing. So it's also a good excuse for them to come meet some of the band different bands or you know, hang out with each other, or, right. you know, uh, you know, cause they all work with us, but don't necessarily all work with each other. Oh, so, right. And you, sometimes you just yeah. don't even realize what's out there and, you know, yeah, you get into I, think a it's space. Very, I think it's very easy. Everyone, everyone's just working hard. Everyone's doing stuff. And sometimes it's hard to pull your head up and look around. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> Definitely. You know, um, even in radio it's sometimes it's like, Oh, who's this band? What's this? Yeah. What's this venue? Yeah. So same thing. We feel it too. Yeah. Yeah. So very cool. Well, there are already a lot of teams that have uh, registered for the Independence Bowl. Uh, yeah. KWSS will be there. So yeah. we've got our team together. And yeah, so and uh, it's a good thing that knowing how to bowl doesn't matter <laughs> because that does not work with me at all. <laughs> so we got, yeah. I think, Psycho Steve as a team together. Um, I, I think we're going to do two teams this ooh, year. Yeah, it's, uh, There you go. We've expanded so much that I think we're going to field two teams. Nice, and nice. We've got Rebel Lounge, of course, uh, but a lot of other venues are coming. Pub Rock, uh, Pub Rock's coming. The Van Buren's coming. Hard Rock Cafe's coming. Nice. A lot more that are still talking about coming so yeah a few bands yeah. have also registered too like yeah. fairy bones and love like fictions yeah so. and uh so that point a lot of people are putting their teams together and planning yep. on it we've got a lot of like hold a spot for us kind of stuff so <laughs> you know uh yeah it's always good times that's very cool so yeah so we definitely want to see all of you if you're in a band or a business or you just want to come hang out too it's definitely a lot of fun to just come and watch i know last year last year was my first year with kwss i think the year before um frank and beef were a part of it 
Um, but yeah, beef is definitely being yeah, in past years. Yeah. So last year was my first year with the team and it, there were so many people who registered. You had two times for tournament. Yeah. Tournaments. It was really funny. It was like the first wave and the second wave. Yeah. <laughs> so I would love to see that again, because again, all the so proceeds go to local first Arizona, which again, an amazing organization supporting all things local here in the Valley. And, you know, it, uh, one thing I love about Local First is that it's not just if you have a local business, but they do a lot of classes and education and they also help um, different. They try and keep a sense of diversity. And, you know, if people want to get started up in the Latino community or whatever, they really have a lot of help to get people started. Yeah. yeah and they've been doing lots of uh, stuff. Not just in Phoenix, but all around the state. Oh, lots yeah. Of it's the entire po- state. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing a lot of a uh, lot of events and outreach to smaller communities as well yeah so So, well their big thing what made me become a member of local first is that you know local dollars more dollars stay in your community you know i think it's like 80 cents on the dollar stays in the community whereas a big business or a non-local business it's not nearly that much yeah they have all those stats and i don't i don't remember all those stats but but they've got a lot of impressive stats and that's they they do a lot of you know fund a lot of research and things like that too so uh, great organization. Yeah. So, so if you want to get involved in the Indie Bowl on Sunday, July the seventh, still like a week and a half away or so, you can go to indiebowl dot com and register your team of four. So you have to do it in a team of four. So get your buddies together and start looking in your couch cushions for some change. And uh, yeah, join us. It's going to be a lot of fun. It will be. It definitely will be. So, all right. I got more coming up with Steve here, but we got to get to today's 939 local spotlight. This Saturday night at Valley Bar, Paper Foxes having their EP release show with the Hourglass Cats. Did I say Paper Foxes? Yeah, I did. I'm totally losing it. It's still early. It's still early. So the runner up is having their EP release show with Paper Foxes and the Hourglass Cats. I'm staring at Paper Foxes because they are today's 939 local spotlight. I usually have it together, Steve. You're throwing me off this morning. I don't know why. It's all me. (laughs) All right. So find out more at KWSS.org on the concert calendar about this Saturday's show. Right now, here is Paper Foxes and Pop Confessions, the 939 on 93.9 KWSS. Thank you. 
93.9 FM, KWSS and KWSS.org. We are wrapping up this Wednesday edition of the Danny Cutler Show. Thank you, Psycho Steve, for hanging out with me this morning. No, thank you. It was a lot of fun. And we'll be hanging out on Sunday, July 7th for the Indie Bowl. Yes. Yes, it'll be great. I'm not going to challenge you or anything because you'll win. (laughs) I don't know what you're bowling. I'm not very good. <laughs> oh, me either. Well, maybe we should have a challenge. I don't know. You know, who could do worse? <laughs> it's like golf, right? The lowest score? Is that how it works? I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. But it's going to be a lot you of fun. You should check those rules before the tournament, though. I know. Though, like, but, maybe I should uh, learn yeah. bowling rules. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it. So the yeah. seventh... Basically annual, that's what we're calling it now. The basically annual Phoenix Independence Bowl is happening on Sunday, July 7th at Let It Roll Bowl. It's on 12th Street and Dunlap, I believe. My memory serves me correctly. So kind of trek from my studio, but that's okay. It's worth it. Traffic won't be so bad on a Sunday. (laughs) No, it won't. No, it definitely won't. And I love that you pick Sundays so that bands, you know. Yeah, I wanted to try and have the least conflict for venues and bands and people who work in music. It seems Sunday afternoon is about as. uh, Yeah, it's about all you can do there. Yeah, it's the best option. So we definitely didn't want it to be. Like Friday or Saturday night when every band's playing. Right. And not first thing Sunday morning after everybody's had a show Saturday night. So it starts at noon, you guys. So don't worry. Not too early. (laughs) It's not too early. You can still get up. (laughs) And then by the time you get to the venue, you can have a beer. It's great. (laughs) There you go. Perfect. So IndieBowl.com and you can register your team. And another cool thing that we were talking about off air is this kind of leads into Independent Venue Week. Yeah. Which I had never heard of until like today. So tell me about it. <laughs> yeah. So into venue, uh, indep- <laughs> independent venue week is a thing that st- they started in England a few years ago because all the venues in England have such a huge problem with just same as here, but just with rising rents and mm-hmm. all these old venues that can't afford to stay where they are at. So just trying to bring an appreciation for that. And they launched it here last year in the US for the first time with a few sort of very marquee venues. It was the 930 Club in D.C. and First Avenue in Minneapolis and the Troubadour in L.A. all were part of it. And then this year they've expanded it to, um, you know, something like 50 venues yeah. and, uh, you know, hundreds hundreds of shows across like 50 venues. Right. So, do they uh, use, they, so they do have specific events around it for the week? Uh, you just kind of like branding all of everything. So we, we kind of just ran with it and have the whole show yeah. the whole week. So we've got... Uh, great band called Radkey coming. It's our, we've got two shows with Authority Zero that week. We've got a show with the Appleseed Cast that week. So we just kind of, you know, kind of highlighting, and it's time for everyone to just sort of promote their independence. Yeah, uh, get out and support your local yeah, venues. S- support your local venues. I know the Nile Theater in Mesa is a yeah. part of it this year. Uh, luckily in Phoenix, there's a lot. You know, most of the venues in Phoenix sort of qualify for that. Definitely. So, uh, you know, but just kind of bring awareness that, you know, a lot of these smaller venues and independent venues have, you know, sort of problems that some of the bigger guys don't. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. What would you say is one of the biggest challenges running a small venue for you? Oh, Besides yeah. money. I mean, it's always money, right? <laughs> I mean, but, yeah. I mean, everything boils down to that. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it's. You, you don't have the infrastructure that the large guys have. You yeah. don't have the accounting departments large guys have. You don't have the legal departments that the large guys have. You know, it's like 
that sort of infrastructure, if you're a small bar or venue, and you know, it's, it's hard when you can't call LA and ask for legal advice, you know, <laughs> right, uh, yeah. you know, um, so things like that, that are sort of behind the scenes, yeah. you know, can, all the things that, you know, are not, you know, I was yeah. always a concert promoter, not a business owner, you know, right. so it's, it's a, yeah. you know. No, I definitely issues. understand. A lot of parallels yeah. with uh, running an independent radio station. It's the same yeah, kind of thing. So, it's bare bones. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Uh, you know, and just kind of trying to highlight what all of us across the country in the same spots are doing. So yeah. dealing with the same problems and uh, dealing with the same issues and so just sort of kind of highlight it. Yeah. So, no, it's good. Definitely. Uh, that yeah. week, anytime, but definitely that week. Yeah. Get out. If you've never been to Rebel Lounge, there is a perfect way there's a there's your gateway right there during independent venue yeah. week go check out i mean and even if you don't come to rebel lounge there's so many great oh, independent yeah, yeah, yeah. venues in phoenix so yeah. with last exit or the rhythm oh, room yeah. or uh, the nile so theater many. there's there's a lot of very in- good independent venues yep. uh, in phoenix so. every now and then something oh. will pop up in like the news feed or whatever and i'm just like what is this place the latest yeah. one has been irene's tap room that just, I I've mean, never been there. Yeah, me neither. And I'm just like, it just like happened. And places are opening all the time. So it's, and it's always, yeah, yeah. Opening, shutting. Oh, you know, it's just, but yeah, yeah, definitely if you can't do it this week or next, get out there during independent venue week and, and support your local venues. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Steve. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. It's Thank you always for a joy. Me. You are welcome. Anytime you want to drive across the valley and visit, you're welcome. <laughs> You're like, we'll do. We're like, no, Danny. Sorry. Once a year is good. <laughs> Once a year is good. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you so much, Steve. All right. Okay. And that is going to do it for this edition of the Danny Cutler Show. I will be back at noon today, though, for Danny's Diner Retro from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. So I hope you join me then. Rob Porter is up next. So stick around. Hope you enjoy the rest of your morning. Keep rocking local. You'll hear me again soon.